Today on the news and why it matters, is the deep state a real thing? Nikki Haley might convince you that it is. Also, impeachment gate 2019, uh, the whole circus is starting. We have got the latest for you coming up this week. Don't change the channel. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stubergear. Stubergear in the Thank house. You. Yes. Uh, and we have also got the Hodge twins. I can't believe it. Keith and Kevin Hodge, <laughs> yep. comedians, YouTube extraordinaires. You guys do everything. You, yeah. Well, I should say the alt-right twins. <laughs> alt -right, I prefer the alt-right twins. Alt-right comedians. I, I actually Keith prefer black Hodge. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new nickname. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to see how that computes. I don't quite... Yeah, those two don't even go together, right? No, not so much. Not That's so what much. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really glad that you guys are here. Thanks so much for, uh, for being us. here. It should be a really fun ride today. Yeah. Uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bowl and Branch. So, talk a lot about pillows and mattresses and you know you need to make sure that your mattress is not too firm but not too squishy and your pillow needs to be just so you don't talk about sheets but sheets really make a difference right you're laying in bed if you've got these scratchy itchy sheets or if you've got sheets that don't breathe and the get worst. sweaty mm -hmm. yeah you wake up sweaty yeah i had some of those worst. last night in my hotel room did you <laughs> i just took them off <laughs> you need to tell your Why hotel here? yes yeah. you need to tell your hotel about bowl and branch they are the softest most comfortable sheets in the world and the only bedding loved by three U.S. presidents. They're 100% pure organic cotton. It's soft right out of the box, and it gets softer every time you wash it. It's like magic, I wow. swear. Yeah. That's amazing. God, I could get some of those. Make I know. great again, huh? <laughs> See? Okay, well, let me tell you where you can get them. Mega sheets. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a limited time, you can get their luxury flannel bedding. You, um, they breathe. So the cool sleepers will stay warm. The warm sleepers will stay cool. You're not going to wake up sweaty like he did in his hotel room last night. Okay? Wow. You got to go to uh, bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L -L and branch.com. If you use promo code MATTERS, which is a weird promo code, right? It should be MAGA. <laughs> MAGA sheets. Uh, if you use promo code MATTERS, you will get $50 off of your first set of sheets. You can try them out 30 nights risk-free. All right, that's a win-win. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code MATTERS. Get you $50 off of your first set of sheets over there at bowlandbranch.com. Uh, so Nikki Haley is releasing her new memoirs. It is called With All Due Respect. And she's doing some interviews, making the rounds. You know, the press has gotten a copy. Um, but some interesting excerpts have leaked. Uh, apparently, according to the Washington Post, which I know it's the Washington Post. Okay, yeah. so sue me. Um, well, really sue them. Okay, but um, she, so Haley wrote in her memoir that Rex Tillerson and John Kelly actually confided in her that Trump was unsuited for the office of the presidency and they were resisting his directives in the best interest of the country. What warriors, what heroes. Um, Stu? This kind of seems to me like this that's the whole deep state thing that we keep seeing play out in the impeachment, the whistleblower, everything. Mm -hmm. It's just it keeps coming back to the State Department thinks that they should be the ones to run the show. Mm -hmm. 
not realizing that they actually work for this guy. Yeah, one of the things we have is a process to figure out what is the best thing for the country, mm -hmm. and it's called uh, vo voting. We all go to the polls, <laughs> we pick the person we think should do the job. Uh, and, you know, look, the president has a, a bunch of responsibilities that are really important, and we elected a guy who go in and do that. If you don't like that, you can argue with him, you can uh, resign, but what you can't do is do the opposite of what he's asking you to do. I mean, we're supposed to be, you're supposed to be supporting the president. And you just got to be, hopefully there's enough of a conversation there where you can go in there and say, look, yeah, I think you're totally wrong on this one. If he kicks you out of the office, he kicks you out of the office. Mm -hmm. exactly. But I mean, yeah. it's your job to not, you know, uh, subvert the presidency of the United States. That's not how yeah. this country is supposed to operate. Yeah. yeah, you would expect, I would expect a lot more from my government, our elected officials. I mean, they sound like two gang members to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to take yeah. this fool out. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's sabotaging democracy in this country it's just that's horrible why would they have this conversation they should have this conversation not with nikki but with the president yeah i'm not even that smart and i know that <laughs> you know these what I mean? guys sound like some bloods and some crips <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take this fool out we're gonna undermine that's just it's, it's amazing selfish. what Trump has been able to accomplish with all this stuff going in the background well i mean yeah. and you want to talk about abuse of power I mean, yeah. if you don't agree with, usually yeah. the way that it works is if you work for an organization and you yeah. don't agree mm -hmm. with what they're doing, you have the option to just quit. Yeah. That's like going to work saying, we ain't going to follow the bo boss's orders. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We'll yeah. get them fired. And like no one man should have that amount of power anyway. That's why, that's why our government is set up. We have checks and balances, mm -hmm. you know, and these guys are jerks. They want all the power. You shouldn't have that amount of power. No one man ha should have that amount of power. If you have a disagreement, sit down with the president and discuss it with him. Yeah. And, and that's what Nikki Haley says she does in yes. the book mm -hmm. a couple times when she doesn't disagree with him. She mm -hmm. goes and she talks to him. They have a conversation. I mean, a lot of times this stuff happens where people like promote these candidates and you're like, oh, they're going to run for president and the next time. I totally believe the hype with Nikki Haley. Like she, this is a rollout, man. I mean, she, she yeah. is aligned herself with Trump generally speaking, mm -hmm. but showing she has a little bit of independence and she can mm -hmm. push back here and there, but did it respectfully and in the right way. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a, she's doing this in a way that is, she's already one of the leaders for 2024. Mm -hmm. um, and it definitely seems like this is, this is legit. This is her right. really, you know, she, mm -hmm. this is a book that, that sets the tone for a, a future campaign. And, uh, you know, it's hard to believe it won't happen. She, uh, she also said she recalled feeling unconvinced when Rex Tillerson told her that he was resisting the president's decisions because, quote, if he didn't, people would die. <laughs> <laughs> he did run Exxon, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to wonder... Was he the one who published the New York Times anonymous op-ed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <sighs> who was it? It's possible. I, I mean, keep going back to it. I want to know. Well, the book's coming yeah. out next week, right? Yeah. Um, so that's going to be back on everyone's uh, mind, I guess, to figure that out. Which I, it shouldn't. Was Tillerson there when that came out? I can't I remember. I think he was. Was he? I thought I, it was right after he got fired. I could be wrong. He may have been there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll have he, to go back and look. Yeah, I, I feel like it's one thing to write a column and be able to get away with, uh, you know, with hiding yourself. To write an entire a book, book <laughs> you know, that's how they found the Unabomber. Because he used some weird right. term that his brother always heard him say. He was the only person I ever heard him say that, that word. Sounds, that sounds like Ted. That sounds like Ted. Was Ted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, it's funny. I don't know if you're going to be able to get away with it. I always think my, my guess on that one, the one I was mildly convinced on was uh, uh, John Huntsman Sr., or junior, excuse me. Uh, that was uh, the, he was the ambassador to Russia, I think. And I we had some guy at one time, and he had this whole theory about how it was him. 
And it was kind of convincing. It was all this language that he had used over and over again. So I don't know. That's my speculation. But mm-hmm. Tillerson would be a, a huge one. I mean, if it's really Rex Tillerson, a secretary of state writing yeah. a book under an anonymous pen name while in office would be uh, one <laughs> of the biggest scandals, I think, in <laughs> yeah. American history. I mean, the sad thing is there's no telling because it seems like almost everyone around him is trying to undermine him, yeah. <laughs> right. which is really great for the state wow. of our country, yeah. right? Um, I mean, snakes. well, what do you think is, uh, is it responsible of a publisher to publish a book, as Stu pointed out, that's completely anonymous. Is it responsible because how is the public able to do vetting? How are you able to vet whether or not you think this is true? Well, the National Enquirer gets away with it. (laughs) That's a great point. That's a great point. And people like to, people love conspiracies. They love them. Yeah. That's true. I mean, look, you know, an anonymous source is, it can, can work two ways, right? It can be total BS and it can be a way to just like air grievances. I mean, of course, you know, in some cases this has been, we've seen this, you know, Watergate and there's been times where it's been valuable, but it's largely because the people at the, the publication do know it's, it's not anonymous to them, right? So unless the, you know, you figure it probably is someone from inside the administration um you know there's certainly plenty of examples of people who are bashing the guy from time to time so it probably is somebody legitimate um but uh you wonder i mean if it was a let's just back up a few years and go to the obama administration and let's say a high-level cabinet person was writing an anonymous book a trashing obama behind the scenes Every media organization in America would dedicate their lives mm-hmm. to out this person, mm-hmm. to yeah. dox them, mm-hmm. to have right. them in front of a Great jury point. within yeah. six months. Great point. And here, like, they don't seem to have any interest. It's like, oh, they found someone. Great. Let's read the book. It's <laughs> 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 amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, so along the lines of the uh, deep state. Yes, I said it. Deep state. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It's actually happening. Uh, Impeachment. (laughs) Impeachment gates. So the public proceedings are starting this week. Of course, the GOP handed over a list of who they would like to call as witnesses. Mm -hmm. And it was unsurprisingly rejected by the Democrats. I know it's it, amazing. Yeah. And it, well, is it, though? I mean, it is. But then you're like, OK, well, they of course Jesus. they would do that. You've got Hunter Biden, who was on their list. Mm-hmm. Um, the whistleblower who, you know, Facebook doesn't want us to say his name. Eric Charamella. Can you say? Charamella. Thank you. Charamella. <laughs> Charamella. <laughs> I like that. Uh, who else was on it? I mean, it would have been pretty interesting. Alexand- Alexander Chalupa. Ah. She was on it as well. Chalupa. Yeah. I thought that was something you'd get at Taco Bell. Then <laughs> <And> they're delicious. <laughs> oh, don't get him started on Taco Bell. Taco Bell, man. <laughs> We've lost him the rest cheddar, of the show. The toasted cheddar yeah. ones they have out now. Is that somebody's amazing. last name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so now the, uh, the Senate, of course, is looking at a couple different options. But Lindsey Graham came out and said uh, that if the Senate does not get to talk to the whistleblower, impeachment will be dead on arrival. Uh, Adam Schiff is, of course, protecting this whistleblower at all costs, which is really stupid because we all right. know his name because the Democrats released transcripts right. that didn't redact his name. <laughs> so that was you. That was your bad, Adam Schiff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess what are your thoughts on Graham's comments that impeachment will be dead on arrival if we don't get to talk to the whistleblower? It seems pretty reasonable yeah it's like like me getting charged with rape and i go to court and the plaintiff is just a government there and it's no plaintiff there yeah you know, i get to face my accusers. it makes perfect yeah. sense you should mm-hmm. this, better, this should be live on tv in the house of representatives like the oj simpson trial yeah everybody should see be be able to sit there and question what's going on see what's happening and yeah they're 
protected in the person. That's outrageous. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, Hunter Biden's a great one, though. I mean, yeah. like, you know, he, if they go to the Senate, and this is where they typically have more ability to kind of push back, you mm. know, in a trial situation. But if it goes to the Senate, I mean, how do you not have Hunter Biden in there? The main yeah, case right. would be here, hey, we want to investigate Hunter Biden because we think mm. he did something wrong. What you're saying is I'm only doing it for political purposes. Mm-hmm. Well, let's bring Hunter Biden on here and see if he did anything wrong. Right. We should have the ability for the American people to judge that. Exactly. That's why I wonder if the White House should try to change their messaging on this because the left wing media and also Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who I saw over the weekend come out and say, Mm -hmm. it's absolutely inappropriate that we should ask Hunter Biden to testify. He doesn't have anything to do with this. And I'm like, this is what this whole thing's (laughs) about. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) That is what spurred this entire thing. I think the Democrats are brain dead now. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, inc- I mean, incredible that they get away with saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody I mean, pushes his back. his father's on tape <laughs> bragging. bragging about yeah. quid pro quo. Yes. Yeah. It's on tape. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a great story in the New York Times today, which is, is exactly how you would expect it to be. Just completely exonerating uh, Hunter Biden on all of the stuff in mm. the Ukraine. Mm. Uh, and a buried down, like, I mean, this is a little bit in, in depth on the story, but you buried down like three quarters of the way through the story. There's this little paragraph about how, you know, Joe Biden never said anything about Burisma. He never had anything to do with this. It wasn't even a focus of his his investigations on, on the energy sector. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute, what were his investigations on the energy sector? They go on to say that he was targeting the main competition of Burisma. <laughs> well, it's like... You know, if Hunter Biden's got a job at Burger King and Joe Biden's going after McDonald's, that's, those are tied. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. Um, yeah. So just your, all of y'all's thoughts really quickly. Mm-hmm. There are two trains of thought here, mm-hmm. I think, from the conservative side. One is Mitch McConnell needs to just completely shut this down. Don't even visit it. Don't even give them any credibility. Don't right. open it. There's another uh, vein that says... Yeah, we should look at it and we should get all of the facts because this is when the real trial happens. This is when the American public gets to hear the truth and the facts of the matter. And you Democrats are going to look really stupid when the truth comes out. Let me go around the table really quickly. Stu, what uh, what side are you on? on I can see both sides of it um, uh, because you can say, oh, well, just dismiss it and don't give it any credibility. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, if you look, think of the way this is going to play out the next two weeks, we've got, uh, you know, testimony from all the best witnesses the Democrats think they have, right? Like all their best materials coming out in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go through Christ- Thanksgiving and Christmas. We come out on the other side. I'm sure they're going to impeach him uh, around yeah. Christmas. You know, that's all what is least expected. You come out on the other side, then you have the Senate trial. Well, what do you have from Democrats? You're going to have Democrats bring up the same witnesses being questioned again. They've already we've already heard all their best material. Mm-hmm. What we haven't heard is word one from someone who is actually defending Trump and, and, and on that side of it. And I think they'd have the entire spotlight Really, because all the other stuff is repeat stuff. Mm-hmm. They'd be able to go after these witnesses and really, and and also bring in people like Hunter Biden. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other side of that is the kind of side benefit is it pulls all those senators off the campaign trail and it just screws with their head, which I kind right. of like that as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. poor Cory Booker would not be able to go. Uh, you know, Amy <laughs> Klobuchar. Crazy eyes. He'll yeah. do. <laughs> won't be doing his crazy eyes on the campaign. There you go. So be on the, people while you talk. The floor. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Keith? I would go with the latter. I mean, if it goes to like the trial and everything. Oh, Biden, I mean, Biden, his son, all these people should be put in the seat and answer questions. Mm-hmm. And the entire country will see that everybody on the Democratic side are full of it. 
Yeah. And I think that could potentially galvanize, you know, um, Trump's constituency even more. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think the country needs to know what's going on. Because they turn on TV and hear one thing and it's complete lies. Yeah. yeah. Or they, they believe it. Specific details. Yeah, though. and they believe it. Do you agree, Kevin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I strongly agree. I, and it would be good TV, too. Yeah. <laughs> would be good TV. Yeah. Good for all of us who are in, who are in media. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? All right, we've got much more to come when we return. <laughs> It'll be fun. That's going to be a fun scene. Well, that's why Jason... Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Quip. Welcome to the show, Quip. Quip uh, makes a really awesome electric toothbrush. And, um, you know, you you know how the electric toothbrush goes. You don't need the Oral-B one from the grocery store. You need Quip. Uh, Quip, it means brushing for two minutes twice a day, flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Quip makes it more simple. Starting with the electric toothbrush, they have refillable floss. That's huge because I hate it when I get to the end of the floss thing and I'm like, oh, well, this isn't enough for me to finish. So thanks a lot. Uh, they have refillable floss and, of course, anti-cavity toothpaste. Uh, Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean that is still gentle on your sensitive gums. Um, and the floss dispenser has pre-marked string which helps you ah, use just enough. Yeah. Nice. That's a, yeah. Great, that's a good idea. You know, you hear these ideas and you're like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You, you see this, you go on Shark Tank, you, and you're like, <laughs> oh, well, if only I would have thought of that. I could be rich, okay? That's, that's why we're failures. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're doing reads for the, the smart people at Quip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't want to use the old uh, worn out bristles that are ineffective. Quip delivers fresh brush head floss toothpaste refills to your door every three months so you know that you don't have to keep track. It's like your air filter. You don't know when it's up. You don't know when it's gone bad. You, you need them to keep track for you. That's what Quip does for your toothbrush. Uh, right now, if you go to quip.com slash it matters, you will get your first refill free. Join 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today. It starts at $25. That is getquip.com slash it matters. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash it matters. Go get your toothbrush. Nobody wants you to have messed up mouth and gums. Okay, that's not fun for your friends. That's not fun for your family. Do them a favor and go get... <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> Teeth and gum action. <laughs> so, uh, I tried to cover this particular uh, act that ha has happened in Texas um, that a lot of people don't know about mm -hmm. is happening. So, the latest victim of the Texas Advanced Directives Act is uh, a nine-month-old baby. Now, this act that takes place in Texas is called the Texas 10-Day Rule, which basically means that the hospital in Texas can decide to pull life-saving or life-support treatments from any patient for whatever reason they decide. All they have to do is they have to meet together. They, the hospital administrators that all come, that are on this board that make this, this decision, mm -hmm. they all get together, they meet, Whatever reason, doesn't have to be medical, doesn't, I mean, nothing. They can decide for any reason, they're going to pull your plug. And they're able to basically euthanize you. So Hard to believe that that happens in Texas. In Texas, of all places. Uh, Nine-month-old Tinsley Lewis is the latest victim, I should say, of this, uh, of this act. Now, I will say, 
October 31st, they told the family that they were invoking the 10-day rule and that they were going to take Tinsley off of her life, uh, life support system. Now, she's only on a ventilator. She's conscious. She's sedated. She has congestive heart disease, but she's conscious. Wow. I mean, there's video of this baby looking around. She's alert. Um, and the hospital said that they just didn't think that the quality of life was there. And so they invoked the 10-day rule. Mm -hmm. um, and her parents, her mom basically thought, they're about to kill my kid. Texas Right to Life stepped in. They gave her until at least the 22nd of November. But Sarah, pa Sarah Palin got made fun of for talking about death panels. Mm -hmm. What is this? What is this? Yeah, yeah. 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 it seems like exactly what it is. Um, now, is this, do they, would they allow uh, them to move the baby to another hospital or is this just? So oftentimes they will, but I mean, you have to have the hospital's cooperation, right? right? And you only have 10 days. So as Kim Schwartz from Texas Right to Life told me today, um, did this not 10 business days, it's 10 days total. So imagine you're just a regular average Texan yes, and nothing. you're told, yeah, they said four of the 10 days in Tinsley's case were weekends. Wow. What do you do? I mean, it's incompre uh, incomprehensible that that can happen in Texas. I mean, we've, we, we, you know, we have you talked to Greg, Greg, Greg Abbott about this yet? No, we need to. We do, because, I mean, this just doesn't seem central to anything that, that he's doing. I mean, he's been a huge defender of life in every case that I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem possible, right? I mean, like, this is something, this is the story that you get from, like, you know, the Netherlands or something right. where, you're, where everyone's horrified in the United States. Yeah. And we all say, hey, someday could come here. This is actually how I heard, learned about this because we were talking about, I think it was Charlie Gard or yeah. one of those cases. And we brought it up and I, I mean, we made the same point. Like, someday this could come here. And you're like, ah, it's right down the street. <laughs> uh, it's happening already. And you yeah. had several examples. Yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, it, look, life is important. And we've come to this place where, uh, you know, there is, what, one candidate in the Democratic field who will say no third-term abortions? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. one. Uh, now we're talking about people who are actually born. You know, and, and in some cases, adults yes. who, who right. are conscious and able to, you know, still do things, and, and they're just pulling plugs. It's insanity. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can yeah. imagine with Medicare for All, that only gets way better, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, what are your thoughts? Solve that problem. So... Uh, the one thing I understand, is she terminal? Is she beyond saving? Is no, it? they have not said that. They have, oh, not, wow. they have not diagnosed her as being terminal. I can understand if you're just prolonging the inevitable. I mean, it's tough for the family to mm -hmm. pull the plug on, on their loved mm -hmm. one, but if you're prolonging the inevitable, I can see possibly why this, something like this could happen. But if that's not the case... This is horrible. Well, and I will say uh, the 10-day the rule does not, it excludes anyone who is, quote, brain dead. So that's a whole different category in right. itself. It doesn't oh, wow. even apply to the 10-day rule. Right. So you couldn't even say, well, they're brain dead. There's no brain activity. There's right. no life yes. to be had. Yeah, yeah but um, this, this baby is conscious. That. She's smiling. She wants to be held. It's like, and you want to pull a plug on that? It's kind of, sounds kind of sick to me. And, and for you not to have a reason? Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I, and I understand your point is that mm -hmm. there is something to be said for a family who is they don't want to make the hard decision. And, mm -hmm. and I understand and I would never wish that on anyone. Yeah. However, you leave that up to a hospital board. Yeah. Right. It's like that's a slippery slope. Yeah, right. I think the hospital has some rights to be able to say who the, who's in their hospital. Mm -hmm. And if they, they treat someone and they don't believe there's any hope mm -hmm. you know, to say, like, look, we're going to give you some time to try to find something else if you want to do this, but we can't, we can't do any more for them here. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's really uncomfortable and an awful mm -hmm. situation that no one wants to mm -hmm. be in, but it, at least it's kind of understandable. This right. idea where it's like, well, the quality of life doesn't seem so great, so let's yeah. pull the plug. That's just, you know, yeah. I, 
it's cold. Yeah, it looked yeah. like they would have some options for the family at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it looked like the hospital would have some options. Maybe yeah. the hospital can reach out to other hospitals to assist the family, but they're like, here, this is what's going on. You take care of it. You got 10 days. Right. Yeah, yeah. you certainly wouldn't expect that from a children's hospital. That's yeah, what gets right. me. Pediatric hospital. Yeah. And look, the whole thing is insane, but 10 days is really insane. I mean, it, maybe it's 100 days. At least give you some time to be able to look, to, you know, look at some options and everything else. I mean, uh, that is, it, it really is one of those stories that you almost don't believe. It feels like one of those things you'd be on Facebook, you'd be clicking on, and like it's got the fake news banner at the top of it. Right. it should, that should, this should not be reality in the United States of America. Yeah. Right. Uh, I encourage everyone to tweet Governor Abbott, write him. Um, however you want to get in contact with him, let him know that we have got to hold a special session to get rid of the Texas Advanced Directives Act. Help save uh, little baby Tinsley. Tweet him, email him, call him. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, we will be right back. I was going to say something, but I thought it was inappropriate. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. you've said what? Where's Black Lives Matter when you need them? Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. It's a really great point. I mean, where are they when you need them for all of the millions of abortions that yeah. are taking place? They're aborting mm-hmm. millions of black babies. Yeah, Black Lives Matter is not to say black lives. It's used to divide us. That's the whole position. Yeah. Mm, so true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Stay with us. Coming up in overtime, we're talking about AOC. So oh, I need I even say more. You got <laughs> to love in. her. LazeTV.com. <laughs> we'll see you there. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, our favorite, our very favorite on this program since Robert Francis O'Rourke dropped out of the presidential race, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was out stumping for Bernie Sanders, who she just recently endorsed. And um, Match made in heaven. Yes, <laughs> right? Well, did you see that what the Ringo of the squad, as we call her, mm-hmm. Ayanna Presley, uh, she was the only one that deviated from endorsing Bernie Sanders, and she went Elizabeth Warren, which I, I thought was interesting. From Massachusetts? I don't know. Presley? I don't know that much about Presley. I know. No one She's does. Ringo. No Come on. You don't know. You don't know the backstory. You don't know. The guy in the back. You can barely see him over the drums. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like, is Elizabeth Warren doing well in Massachusetts? Not particularly. Right. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. State, but I mean, I think they may have a relationship. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, she's not. I mean, it's tough because Bernie, who's her main competition, is from you know, right, right, right there, too. Yes. So they both do well in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, Bernie's. Bernie's could easily beat her in, yeah. in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, well, Ayanna Presley broke ranks, but AOC right there in lockstep with Bernie Sanders. She was stumping for him on the campaign trail. And you know how you can say something, those of us, us at the table, we can say something very simple. It just takes two sentences. You're like, hey, we don't like it when politicians tell us they're going to do something and then they don't do it. Right. And we demand better. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my way of saying it. Here is uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's way of saying it. Watch. And so when you elect a politician and then they let you down, it feels like rejection. It feels like heartbreak. It feels like betrayal. And it feels like I never want to love again. Jeez. Uh, that's what that feels like. 
And so I understand how that feels because I felt that way. But you know what happens when you say, I never want to love again? Your heart gets black and you turn angry and you get very anxious. What? You know what she's doing? She's projecting. When she said black, she's talking about her ex-black boyfriend. That's what, but I'm like, who hurt you? Yeah. Do we, does someone need Some to black check guy. in on her? Does someone but need to check in on her? She's saying it feels like rejection. I've been rejected. Yeah. I know what that feels like. I don't get that from politicians. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Rejection? You get disappointed. Exactly. you don't feel rejected. But it, but it makes me wonder, is she being serious or is she just she's just usually she just talks to fill space right she, just, she, she has just no being idea crazy. she just makes yeah. it up as she goes along or is she really there's something to it because the left views politics as their religion mm-hmm. right so part of me is like maybe she really did mean that because she knows that the whole entire left that's how they view it this yeah. is life and death to them yeah and i think too they they you know the left bases uh, big politicians and presidents and things of this nature, they put them on pedestals mm-hmm. as gods, as almost mm-hmm. like love interests. Like yeah. they, right. they dedicate their heart and their soul. And she's in this weird activism group as well, where you know, I think she's a little bit off. Uh, she's got certainly has the eyes of a crazy girlfriend. <laughs> uh, that's 100%. And I think like that kind of like she, she the, per, the whole progressive agenda basically elevates these people above everyone else. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, if like if you are if you have uh, you idolized a singer and then you met them and they were a jerk like that is that is that's the feeling she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, look, she's a bubbling idiot, but I, I do think that she was <laughs> uh, bubbling. <laughs> like in the, I don't know what, you know, but I do think that's kind of true with her. Like, I mean, yeah. yes, she's trying to fill space. You feel like you want to you, you can never love again. Still, I know. Like what? never. She sounds like a scorn lover. She, she sounds yeah. like she's preaching government dependency. She, well, of yeah, course yeah. she she certainly is. But I mean, mm-hmm. the the anger when she said it makes your heart black and you get anger and anxiety, and A I'm black just like, heart. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah. felt that when I mean I've been yeah. upset. I'm pissed off that I have to pay more in taxes, but like heart my heart doesn't, doesn't turn black. black. <laughs> <laughs> it seems kind of like A to Z. She <laughs> loves she loves to use inflammatory language, and it yeah. galvanizes her constituents. Yeah, I mean, what did she say about the um, the uh, the camps at the border? She called them what <laughs> the concentration oh, yeah. camps. Concentration camps. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she gets, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She blames Trump. She says Trump's is doing it. You exactly. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Trump is just being honest. Right. And he's honest. He told you what he's going to do, yeah. and he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, and that so uh, kind of in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, President Trump was in attendance at the LSU Alabama football game on Saturday. That was a rough one for oh, my household. I thought it was fantastic. That was a rough one for my I household. I loved it. My, uh, <laughs> I could hear it in your voice. Uh, <laughs> anytime it. I can watch Alabama lose, I am uh, yeah. I'm all in on that one. I... No tide. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled over. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> my my husband graduated from Alabama and is currently directing this show, yes. so I'm sure oh, he really? That's a great so. university, though. It's yeah. okay. We're probably never going to be on a show again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but President Trump was in... In attendance and you know we hear so often you know you heard from the media uh, what was it the Nationals game that people mm-hmm. booed him yeah. they said lock him up then he went to was it uh, MMA or something MMA yeah. yeah W whatever it is I'm not into that whole thing but it's brutal ain't it yes <laughs> I can't I, I watch a single watch match people get beat up like yeah. that's not how I like to spend my and time like, yeah I won <laughs> 
He's dead. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, so we hear different things from the mainstream media about how President Trump is uh, accepted, welcomed in these sporting events. Here is a little bit of how President Trump was accepted at the LSU Alabama game. <laughs> Dude, come on! Uh, yeah, that's MAGA country right there. <laughs> I mean, very warm reception. Yeah. Uh, I saw some some overhead pictures and and video that were just it, like that. You know what's crazy? Out of all those people, I did not see one Nazi. <laughs> really? Not one. Well, they were hiding all of their Nazi tattoos oh, under their clothes. That must yeah. have been what it was. Mm. <laughs> I mean, but it, it is very, it's interesting to compare mm. uh, how President Trump was received. Now, I, I realize it is a, a football game, so I'm not going to pretend like all of these <laughs> football fans were there to see President Trump. Yeah. However, you know, you look at, uh, what is this, Warren's uh, latest, <laughs> I don't know what you call that. Is that a campaign event? Is that a, a, a Rest stop? I don't know. But. Mistake. <laughs> Mistake. Let's go play everybody called out sick or something. Yeah, we've got uh, Bernie Sanders here, who's, uh, there's a lot of seats up there. That Not is, a very big saying one. I got more people at my comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. I would be embarrassed to walk out to that. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be like, I'm sick. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick, guys. Yeah, I can't I can't go on stage. Did you see, uh, call this off. Yeah, did you see Trump's rally last night? Call it off. <laughs> this is horrible. But I mean, I think you guys could speak to because you're mm -hmm. you are not shy about mm -hmm. uh, your support of the president. You right. got a lot of heat for it. Oh yeah. Um, but this is does this kind of speak to you of of how you guys feel that, you know, people act like there are not supporters of President Trump and that the Democrats are the only logical conclusion, but you know, you look at uh, middle of America mm -hmm. and they seem to be uh, supporting him. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, there's huge support at our comedy shows because we we lean so far right. Well, not far right. <laughs> we're just okay, right. alt writers. <laughs> yes, this one article said we was ultra conservative. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm just conservative. Yeah, I mean, it comes out in our comedy shows. Middle America, they love President Trump because he's doing an amazing job. Mm -hmm. he's, he's promised on everything he said he was going to do. He didn't lie and say he was going to not raise your taxes and raise your taxes. He yeah. promised everything he was going to do, and he's doing it. He also, it was, I mean, to his credit, he said that he was going to do things like tariffs and things of that nature, right. which are criticized, you know, mm -hmm. um, with merit, I think, because if mm -hmm. you look previously, tariffs have not historically, right. have either not worked or brought unintended consequences to the mm -hmm. forefront. Mm -hmm. But he told us he's going to do it, right? I mean, you got to give him oh, credit yeah, for that. On that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think this is a smart move, too, by uh, by the campaign to, to realize, like, there are certain things. Like, you know, college football in the South is a great place for him to go. And appear, right. right. Because, like, you know, you, this is, you know, it's yeah, one of those, not a Washington National. Right, the Washington Nationals, of course, you're going to get some booze. <laughs> you should go yeah. to a Chicago Bears game. All the big the biggest games are in the SEC. You've got a bunch of yeah. choices here. You should he should be showing up at those things whenever he feels mm -hmm. like it, right. because, I mean, you're going to get you're gonna get cheers you're gonna be war uh, warmly welcomed uh, yeah. if you're donald trump uh so late last week glad the gay and lesbian oh i forget what it stands for but uh <laughs> what happened to lgbtq <laughs> well they represent the lgbtq oh, okay. plus, they, did, they need to pick one acronym quilt bag it's getting way too it's getting way too yeah, confusing the alphabet people <laughs> the alphabet people uh they published an annual where we are on tv report 
which examines the very, very hard-hitting uh, question of how many LGBTQ characters are on television. Mm -hmm. um, they are not happy with their representation on television, and they have said that um, they would like for there to be 20% of series regular characters to be LGBTQ by the year 2025. They are calling on the <laughs> industry. No less. They will take no less than 20% of the new series gay green deal, huh? <laughs> uh, seems a little bit weird. Um, weird? Seems, seems like it's the insane. time. The end credits are going to be gay actor, gay actor, gay actor. <laughs> I mean, could, can we just not watch TV anymore? Do you have to screen each person and ask them who they'd like to have sex with before you hire them? I mean, yeah. that, right? Is that the, <laughs> the process with that? How, like, if well, someone no, is a gay guy who's in the closet. It's the character. Oh, so, but we, well, we all know that a straight guy cannot play a gay guy on TV anymore. That's, that's true. Long oh, gone, that's a great right? point. You can't do that, so they have to be authentic. That's a great point. Uh, <laughs> like, do you have, like to, have to give proof? You can't be a, video? You can't be a straight I, male playing a gay guy. Right, right. You've got to be a real gay guy. you got to be a real gay guy. And how do you know that he's exactly. really gay? Exactly, documentation. Uh, give I need pictures. Yeah. I need videos. Yeah. That's just that's somebody like asking a, you for pictures to right. make sure if that's happening to that's you. That's like a white guy playing a black guy, blackface. You can't do that. Who did that in that one movie? It was funny too, man. He nailed it. Um, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yes. I love that. That's man, that's like he should have got a, a Grammy or what is it? Oscar? No, it's like Emmy, right? Emmy? Academy Award. Yeah. He's got an Oscar for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the better way. Well, but, okay, but, but there's gay stuff in everything I watch. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Even, you just look at. Then all of a sudden, the teachers kissing the cop. I'm like, yeah. where did this come from? It's like they're <laughs> forcing it and everything. Yeah, that's what's so unfortunate is. Yeah. Like, I, it's cool if they casually put it in there, but it seems like very I'm having gay sex now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where are they getting twenty percent from? Too like they don't have a any scientific <laughs> basis to that number, right? Like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> just pulled it out yeah, of there. Twenty yeah. percent. I think they should have twenty percent of people of color that are conservative. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And you're this never going to see that. Yeah, you're yeah. never going to see that. This is actually, so using their their own data, LGBTQ television characters, if they got to 20%, would outweigh the actual LGBTQ population by 40%. Yeah. <laughs> if they got to the 20% number. I mean, at least. I've never heard an LGBTQ number at 10 or 12% before. 4.5. Yeah, 4.5%. Yeah, so that's about five times the amount. <laughs> uh, that's a... Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure that they're heard. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. <laughs> There's so many freaking TV shows now, right? I mean, every yeah. uh, they're launching a Disney Plus this mm -hmm. week, right? There's already a thousand of these other services. There are more shows. We could put everyone can have their own TV show. Now we're now at the point where every individual person is going to have their own TV show. There's no reason for this anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, in cartoons and everything. Like, yeah. um, I mean, the first time I, I came across SpongeBob, I didn't know what it was. I said, "Who's that gay guy here on TV?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "That Sponge is gay." Well, to, to your point, you Sponge Gaydar. <laughs> he sounds like this. a gay male. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, Arthur, the, the cartoon character Arthur. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. They're anteaters, right? <laughs> the, so Arthur's teacher, I think it was, had yeah, a gay marriage. That, that artist, they're anteaters. They're yeah. preaching bestiality on their cartoons. <laughs> rats. Maybe they're yeah, rats. Rat I don't know. Uh, whatever they well, are. Hey, whoever drew that With cartoon. Aardvark? Yeah, that anteater. It's an anteater, right? I yeah. think it Aardvark. is. That it looked gay, didn't it? A gay <laughs> How can you do that? He looks so gay. <laughs> He's looking at each other like, yeah, that's it. They look gay. <laughs> A 
gay aardvark <laughs> and a gay rat. A aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> I mispronounced it. I'm sorry. No. I can't speak English. Uh, before we get to the polls, you guys are out on tour right now mm. on yes. your comedy tour. As yeah. you can see, they are funny and they don't care about pushing <laughs> the boundaries. Tell everyone where they can find information about your comedy tour. Hey, um, Hogstwinstour.com. We got shows in Addison next week. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, you tell them it's sold out already. You're going to be disappointed when it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Houston. We're in Houston there the week go. after. Yeah. yeah. And there we got go. plenty of shows always. Okay. So up in the, new, in the new year. Yeah. Hodge Twins Tour. HodgeTwinsTour.com. HodgeTwinsTour.com. Go there. These guys are funny. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. <That's> forced. <laughs> was it forced? Friday. Well, really what I wanted to yeah. say was support uh, your comedians also who are willing to go out and yeah. say yeah. that they support the president, joke about the other side. You know, our, our good friend Chad Prather. Uh, right. He does the same thing yeah. and gets the same kind of reception because no one else is willing to do it. Yeah. yeah. So funny. He was, I got my days mixed up. And I'm like, Chad, where are you? I'm here. And he's like, dude, I'm in Ireland. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> the 18th is supposed to be there. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are coming back to be on, on, yes. Chad Pray, on with Chad Prather. I would yeah. definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get the date right this time. Uh, all right. Friday's poll. Have, this was the weirdest question. This is. All right, we don't write the questions, okay? okay. When Stu and I don't write the questions. Sarah does write the questions. I do not shut she up. Does. Have you started preparing <laughs> for the war on Christmas this year? We were like, how do you prepare yeah. for the war on Christmas? Is there special gear you need to buy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, did, I didn't realize there was a war on Christmas. 61% <laughs> yeah. uh, of you said no. You have not prepared. 39% said yes. I wish that there was a third option. That was what, how the hell do you prepare for the war on Christmas? Mm -hmm. But that was not an option. Today's poll, should the U.S., oh, this is an interesting one. Should the U.S. decriminalize all drugs? What in the world? Mm -hmm. You're going to legalize crack? <laughs> heroin? Are, are these people mad? Well, we know Kevin's answer <laughs> on the poll question. Should you we? imagine somebody <laughs> crack cocaine and drive behind a wheel? Or, or, I mean, that's basically happening in Los Angeles. But, mm. uh, you well, know. yeah, it's called Skid Road. Look how they live. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to turn American in Skid Road. Exactly. Like, what do you, you think? You've got to be able to hold people accountable. Yeah. I mean... I mean, alcohol's fine. I mean, I could see maybe weed, mm -hmm. yeah. but they come out with this new weed. It's like crack. Yeah. It's really? like people are like getting super high. Yeah, my black friend was telling me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, they shouldn't do that. Uh, Stu, what do you think? I, I, I mean, I don't like it federally. I don't think it's yeah. a, I think it should come from the states more. Uh, it's probably a better idea. There's not a lot in the Constitution that are founding that would, so, you know, support really controlling it the way they're doing it now. That being said, I, I'd rather not crack into, crash into crack dealers. You're like, <laughs> like um, marijuana, it's, I mean, everybody's always already doing it. I'm not doing it per se, but. Per, I mean, se. per se? Yeah. Per se. <laughs> I mean, I tried some gummy bears the other week. It's pretty cool, but... Yeah. Hey, as long as you're in the state where it's legal, yeah. it's fine. I wasn't in a state it was legal. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, um, I have been reading in the states where it is legal that there are a lot more, like, car accidents and stuff like that. Mm, Maybe some right. unintended consequences, yeah, yeah, of legalizing it. The libertarian in me wants to say, like, it's a, you know, no, we shouldn't criminalize drugs. A person can do what they want to with their bodies, which, as you pointed out, uh, Keith, that, you know, alcohol is technically poison, and we are allowed to put that in yeah. our bodies mm -hmm. uh, at great, you I know. I still can't get over walking in a 7-Eleven and buying crack. 
Yeah. yeah it's just, but then it's like, mor like morally, you're like, I don't know that I want to live in a society where just people are just doing crack all around you. I think it's going to be interesting, though. You mentioned the gummy bear thing. There was a guy yeah. in the, the Miami Heat that, that ate uh, edibles and, right. and wound up testing positive. Uh -huh. And then now there's all these issues going on with that. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen more and more when it's, yeah, when right. it's just like in a gummy bear. Like there's an easy chance that someone could eat that, mm -hmm. not know yeah. what it is, mm -hmm. and wind up either testing positive or God only knows what happens to them. Well, you're going to know about 15 minutes later. <laughs> Especially empty stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know uh, what you guys think. Should the U.S. decriminalize all drugs? You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is, of course, at The Blaze. And go to HodgeTwinsTour.com. Go check out where the Hodge Twins are going to be next. Go get you a ticket. Uh, they are super awesome, fun to be around. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you hey, me. if you can fit it in your schedule, we'd love to have you back on when you come back. Oh for yeah, Chad's show. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, keep. Like I made. I made them commit on air so that they come back. Slavery. <laughs> Thanks for being here, you guys. Abolish. <laughs> That's what we do here at the place. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're about. It's a binding contract. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.